beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in to the latest I Said No episode. Today you're going to get a full dose of the Adult Eye segment featuring the one and only Miss Mary J. Blige. Mm. Let that groove sink in. Mm -hmm. Your happiness matters. And today, that's what we're going to focus on. I believe Miss Blige sung this for you and I. She knew, she knew, she knew what we needed. We're going to let her rock out, then we're going to vibe. Is that all right? I need you to relax wherever you are and let Mary minister to you. Mary, sing it. How can I love somebody else if I can't love myself enough to Y'all, sing it. I know you know it. All I really want is to be happy. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Hey, do you want to be happy? <laughs> I know I do. And what you do when you're looking for happiness? You're searching for what? I ask for a sign. When you think, oh yeah, and all I see, and all I see is me for you and you for me. Oh, I don't know about every day. Are you crying, beautiful soul? But every day I wanna cry. But if I give it one more try, to these rules will you And if I mean anything to you, would it? Are you happy? What are you doing to get happy? I said I want to be happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear the pain. Find the love that's mine. If Mary only knew that the love that she was searching for was already in us. Take them to the bridge, y'all. This is when you got to breathe from your diaphragm. Dig deep. Give it to me. Give it to me. Come on. I just want to be so But the answer is where? You are the happiness. You are the secret source. And I do, I do believe. I believe that happiness is here for you. What you gotta do? You gotta let it what, Mary? Let it breathe. Mm. Let it breathe, y'all. Inhale, exhale. Life is very short. Life is too short to be trying to play some games. What it's really worth. Cause I'm a gift. My presence is a gift. Why must you play these games? With my mind. More importantly, why do I allow you to play these games with my mind all the time? All I really want is to be, is to be happy. Ooh. I just 
hit the damn microphone. I'm so excited. My hands are moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't want to have to worry about nothing no more. Said I want to be what? Said I want to be. Said I want to be. Said I want to be. I said I want to be happy if it's alright with you and me. It'll be alright with me. Sing it, Mary. I'm singing it with you, all off key. Are you happy, beautiful souls? Do you search and search for happiness, but you feel like you can't find it? Is that you? Are you searching for the happiness? Are you ready for the happiness? Do you have a healthy place for the happiness to go? Yeah, it's time that we break down this happiness thing. Let's go. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. No. Hashtag ISN pod. Hey, you. Yes, you. Thank you for pressing play and listening to me, Stephanie, the life architect here on I Said No. What's that hashtag? ISN pod. All of my new listeners. Hello. Hola. Como esta? Bien. Bien. Y tú? How are you? And all my return visitors. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. And hello, boys. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome home. Welcome to your permission giving safe place. Welcome to the place where we say no to people, places and things that no longer serve us so that we can create space to say yes to all of the mystical, magical, amazing, pleasure filled things that are on the horizon just waiting for us to say yes to it and them so what is going on it is officially november halloween passed and you know what that means as soon as we eat the last piece of candy it is holiday season time halloween kicks off the holiday season and for many of you you do celebrate the holidays meaning thanksgiving christmas and new years and it's here it's time the weather is finally changing there is no longer a faux uh what is this fall now it's no longer an indian summer i feel the crispness in the air and it's here it is what it is it's here daylight savings happened earlier this week which means we gain an hour back but we lose sunlight we lose sunlight we lose <laughs> wah, wah, wah. we lose sunlight and it gets darker faster and we do not have access to the sun as much as we are accustomed to in the spring and summer seasons and if you are not new to me and this podcast you already know that 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 is not something that I enjoy. I try my very best to not be on the bad side of fall and winter. I am working on making fall and winter my ally. I am working on not allowing myself to only complain about the lack of sun, the lack of nature that I experience during these cold months. I am actively working on not allowing my seasonal affective disorder to win. 
I am going to allow myself to understand and respect the season uh, that is upon us, the cold winter and fall seasons. But we're going to get into that at another time. You can literally go back to last year around this time if you were here to hear Uh, what I said about it last year, but I do have a different take on it this year. And again, we will get into that at another time. (sighs) Let us breathe. Let us breathe. Let us breathe. Let us inhale together deeply. Let us exhale. Let us inhale gratitude. Let us exhale discomfort and complaining. One more time. Let us inhale peace. Let us exhale discord. Let us be grateful in the moment right now that we are together and on one accord. That no matter where we're listening, in our cars, at our jobs, on the train, in our homes, at the supermarket, we are together with family. Our soul family. This is your soul family. In case you haven't noticed, this is your soul family. This is a family of collective beings who have similar mindsets, who have similar goals, and who understand that we don't have to agree to be with each other. We just have to respect each other and be willing and open to learn. Is that all right? Brothers, how y'all feel? Sisters, y'all all right? Let me get straight into this episode. This is a full Adult Eyes episode. If you are new or need a refresher to the Adult Eyes segment, Adult Eyes is a segment where we discuss movies, music, or anything from our childhoods and our past that we now see and hear with our adult vision and our adult hearing, right? So Adult Eyes, how I see it now as an adult is different from how I saw it as a toddler, an adolescent, a teen, or a young woman and man, right? Now, at this age, whatever that age is for you, whether it's 20, 30, 40, 50, 25, 35, 18, 19, whatever, all listeners are welcome, Whatever age you are, however you see and hear things now will be different from how you saw and heard things five years ago, 10 years ago, so forth and so on. So adult eyes is when we just vibe out now as adults. And if you're like me, you love some rhythm and blues. You love you some rhythm and blues, some R&B music. And in R&B music, there is healing. There is wisdom there is knowledge, there is pain, there is strife, there is joy, there is celebration, there is love, there is heartbreak, there is, there is, there is. And the queen of hip-hop soul, Miss Mary J. Blige, blessed us all in the year 1994 with a masterpiece called My Life. It was an audio documentary of Mary J. Blige's youthful depression. Mary has famously talked about how she literally was in the studio writing her feelings and she literally just wanted to be happy. She wanted to feel what happiness felt like. She wanted to experience what it felt like to have joy and pleasure on a on a consistent basis. And she had this great opportunity to become a famous singer and help her mother and siblings and family out of the projects. And she still was sad. She still was Misty Blue. And the authenticity in this album, 
the authenticity in her voice, the pain in her voice, the growl, the hunger for sanity, the hunger for sanity, the hunger for sanity is heard in every word and with every note. And be happy for me is, oof, it is an affirmation. It is a declaration for me. And every time I hear the song, no matter where I hear it, I always stop and allow it to wash over me. I always stop and allow the words to fall on me like rain and then allow the words to soak in like I'm a sponge because I really feel like the words are so, oh my goodness, they're just so relevant. And though it was written and sung and created in 1994 and the album was dropped on November 29th, 1994. So the anniversary of it is actually coming up. We are in November. I just feel like timeless art masterpieces transcend generation after generation so though it was written then it it applies now it's applicable now for many people myself included so I just wanted to talk about happiness today is that all right can I take a few minutes of your precious time to discuss happiness courtesy of Mary J Blige yeah that's what we're gonna do Before we do that, you know I have to take care of business. I need to shout out my new subscription babes. I do, I do. My beautiful soul Patreon subscribers. Shout out to Eva. Shout out to Yahida. Shout out to Noemi. And shout out to Maritza. Thank you for joining my Patreon subscription service. I am so appreciative. You have no idea. I don't even understand how this went from one subscriber to four subscribers. And now, do you understand we have 14 subscribers? subscribers on my Patreon page. If you have been thinking about it, I suggest you think no more and I suggest you come through and get down. Why? Because I am capping the beautiful soul tier, which is the $11.99 tier. I am capping it at 20 people and I'm going to focus on those 20 people this fall and winter. Those are going to be my center of attention for the fall and winter seasons. And I am not allowing it to be saturated with too many people. So if you are thinking about it, stop thinking, click on my bio links, go to my Patreon page, click down here in these show notes, or just go to patreon.com backslash Stephanie, the life architect and sign up today. If 1199 is too much for you, that's cool. You can sign up for the 799 tier, the 399 tier or the donation $1 tier. Either way, there's something in it for you. And yes, that 24 or 2999 tier is coming because I hear you want more or you want it all. Right. And since I'm capping the eleven ninety nine tier at 20 people, I have to give you what you want. Right. So I suggest you get down or you lay down. OK. OK. Let's get straight into the show. Tell me, what does happiness mean for you? You know that I like to have an actual definition of things. Right. You know who I am by now. I mean, if you don't, you should. So what does happiness mean? Happiness means a feeling or showing of pleasure or contentment, fortunate, lucky, favorable, cheerful, cheery, merry. Are you merry, beautiful souls? Are you joyful? Are you filled with pleasure? Are you experiencing pleasure? Are you fortunate? Are you favorable? Are you happy? This happiness journey, it just seems like it's never ending. It feels as if we're never going to get there. And I believe it feels that way because we look at happiness wrong. We look at it from a lens of continuous 
all day, 24 7, 365 pleasure. And for me, that is where I personally went wrong in pursuit of happiness because I had to understand that as a human being, it is not possible to live in a constant state of cheerfulness. It's not possible to live in a constant state of joyfulness. It's not realistic to be in a constant state of pleasure. And when I realized that, that was step one. Step two was being okay with understanding that I would not have 24 hours, 365, seven days a week, 365 days of year of pleasure. I had to understand that that wasn't what it was and then make peace with the understanding of that not being what it's going to be. You're following me? And after those two steps, I had to then say, what does happiness look like for me? Is it what I've been told it's supposed to be? Is it health? Is it skinny? Is it a flat stomach? Is it money? Is it opulence? Is it Gucci? Is it Fendi? Is it Louis? Is it a man? Is it good dick? Is it an orgasm all the time? Is it friendship? Is it travel? Is it all of the above? Because if it is, how can it be 24-7, 365? If it is travel, I'm not traveling every day, all day. If it is money, I'm not making money all day, every day yet. If it is dick, I'm not getting dick all day, every day, 24-7. It's just, it's just impossible. If it is this or that, if it is fashion, if it is clothes, if it is material things, I'm not buying and shopping all day long. It's literally impossible unless I have an abundance of money and that's all I do. And even if that brings me happiness, it's not continuous happiness because the reason I have to do it over and over again is because the feeling wears off. Is because after I buy it or press purchase or submit or after I get off the dick, I then have to have a come down. The high comes down, so then I got to get up on it again. So it's not realistic for me to be happy 24/7 and I had to make peace with that. Can you Make peace with happiness not being 24-7, 365? Can you make peace with the fact that you might think happiness is what you think it is because someone gave you that agreement, someone gave you that narrative, someone told you that if you get married, you will be happy. Someone said if you become a mother or a father, this is what happiness looks and feels like. Someone said if you get a house by 30, someone said if you get this dream job, if you get this degree, if you please this person if you are a good daughter or son that will bring happiness and joy and pleasure and fulfillment and favorable things into your life is that what you believe happiness is what if happiness is the antithesis of everything you were told it is what if happiness is messy to you what if happiness is reckless for you? What if happiness is living on a compound that requires no clothes? What if you're a nudist, but it's frowned upon by society and your parents, but that's what really makes you happy? What if you want to do music, but you're a lawyer or a doctor? What if you're at a post office or you're a secretary or an administrative assistant or, or, or an office manager or a truck driver or a hairstylist, but you you really want to be a porn star? What if happiness to you looks like something completely different 
than what other people told you it was supposed to look like? Are you sitting in that marriage that you're not happy in because you're told that happiness is going to eventually come from it? Are you having another baby because you're told eventually it's going to pay off to be a parent? You'll see, you'll see. Eventually, it'll be worth it. That's the happiness you're looking for. So, of course, you agreed to get off birth control or you agreed, sir, not to put on the condom because you're supposed to be a father because life is not worth living without having a legacy, without having someone to leave your debt to or your wealth to. Are you at a job right now that you want to walk out in grandioso fashion and say, fuck this place, but you won't because you were told that happiness will come if you just give them your loyalty and climb the fictional corporate ladder? Are you in your dream home and are miserable? Are you next to that fine man or woman and you're miserable? I ask this question because Professor J. Blige, yes, Professor Mary J. Blige, you heard her ask you at the beginning of the song. She asked you, how can I love somebody else if I can't love myself enough to know when it's time Time to let go. Is it time to let go of something that you were taught was supposed to bring you happiness in order for you to actually acquire the happiness you are craving? Is it possible that you don't know when to let go? This is why you're unhappy. You ask for a sign, Mary says. She said, I asked for a sign from the sweet Lord above, but I know the answer is in front of me, but when? See the butt, behind the butt comes the bullshit, right? I know the answer is in front of me, but when? I know the answer is in front of me. Actually, I know the answer is inside of me, but but when you're supposed to make your mama proud, when you're supposed to be the first one in your family to do X, Y, Z, when you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to, supposed to, supposed to, you can't, you can't stay in front of you because you put the butt in, right? I'm supposed to be this and I know the answer. I know the answer is in front of me or in me, but when you're in love, you're supposed to get married and when you get married, you're supposed supposed to have the children and when you go to school you're supposed to go to college after high school and then after you go to college you get the degree and then you're supposed to get the dream job and and I know the answer for me to do music or for me to dance or for me to be an artist a painter a writer I know that answer is in front of me but when you love your mama you do what she says you're supposed to do but when you grew up like I did you want out, so you become the one that made it out. You become the one who breaks the general generational curses. I know the answer is in front of me to travel abroad and go live the life I want to live in Greece or in Europe or in San Tropez or in Mexico or, or in Haiti. I know I'm supposed to live in London or Paris. I feel it. Hell, I'm supposed to just cross the bridge and go to Jersey. I feel it. I know that answer, Mary, is in front of me. But when you got family here struggling, I think I'm supposed to be the one. Are you happy or are you not happy? Because you know the answer's in front of you, but you keep adding the but and bringing in the bullshit. Professor Blige also said, you think you're in love. You only see what you want to see. That line right there is important because I love him or her. 
I love my mama or my daddy. I love my kids. I love my siblings. I love my friends. Because of love, I'm only seeing what I want to see. And though my unhappiness is clear, I'm choosing to not see that and put them in the forefront. Now, there's nothing wrong with loving others. There's nothing wrong with loving others. But I'll go back to the first line. It's how can I love somebody else if I can't love myself enough to know when it's time to let go? What is it? What is it about seeing what you only want to see so that you can rest on not letting go? Not letting go of the narrative, the false, the fox narrative of what happiness is supposed to look like for you. Let me tell you something. I've acquired a few things that I thought were going to make me happy and I got them and I was still unhappy. I got the liposuction. I got a flat turn, not flat. I got a flat turn stomach, still wasn't happy. I got the dream job, the nice office, the, the, the freedom to work from home, still miserable, still miserable. I cried all last year. I was miserable. I got the things that I thought I wanted that were going to usher in the happiness, but they did not. And it made me even more unhappier because I was stuck. I was stuck. I was stuck. Why aren't these things making me happy? Why isn't this $90,000 a year making me happy? I'm making more than I've ever made from a single job ever. Every two weeks, my paycheck is insane and I'm miserable. I finally got the money to get us up out of here and I don't care. I don't care because I saw, as Mary said, what I wanted to see. I saw what I wanted to see. I saw that money was going to make me happy and it didn't. I saw that the flexibility was going to make me happy, but it didn't. Why? Because I was still under someone else's thumb. It wasn't exactly the freedom that I craved because let me tell you my definition of happiness, beautiful souls. My definition of happiness is freedom, freedom. I have a tattoo on my ankle with the word freedom. I look at it daily I rub it daily because it is for me a affirmation that I will not rest until I achieve freedom of my time. And I thought I had it, but I was still in someone else's time. I was still punching a virtual time clock. And though I can come home when I wanted to at three o'clock or in the middle of the day, I still had someone watching me. Therefore, it was false freedom. Okay. Though I was making a lot of money, I still was under someone else's thumb to make that money. So at any time they can take that money from me. Freedom of my finances, freedom of my time. My ultimate goal is freedom. Freedom is happiness for me. Freedom emotionally, freedom mentally, freedom financially, freedom spiritually, freedom sexually, freedom with my time. Freedom is what happiness means to me. And until I understand that I can only give that to myself, I know the answer is in front of me and stop putting the but after that line and stop putting, but I need this job because if I don't keep this job, what's going to happen? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go. I know the answer is my time. I, I have the freedom of my time. But if I don't go to her birthday party, is she going to be my, my friend still? Is she going to be mad at me? If I don't show up to this event, if I don't record this episode, will I let my beautiful souls down? This is why I record when I feel like it. This is why I do what I want. I do what I want. Now, I keep my commitments. Yes, I do. But I'm very clear. I'm very clear when doing these podcasts and and doing the monthly Patreon videos and, and recording something and putting it on Instagram. I do it when I want to. Fuck an algorithm. 
If I request freedom of my time for happiness, you're not going to tell me when's the best time to post and talk. I'm going to do what I do and I'm going to make it do what it do. And if it sticks, it sticks. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not focused on the 3,000. I'm not focused on the 300. I'm focused on the three. I'm focused on those loyal three that show up, that pop up, that buy, that subscribe, that purchase that ticket, that presses play, that leaves that, uh, uh, that review, that leaves that double, double tap. That's who I'm focused on. Because if I'm focused on the 3,030, I'm never going to be free. I'm never going to be free. I'm going to focus on me and the three, me and the three who respect the creative genius that I am. Me and the three who understand that my presence is a damn gift and they are lucky. They are blessed and fortunate to be able to unwrap it every time they press play. Every time I say, hey, girl, hey, every time I comment back or write back in a DM, every time I email back, they understand that my presence is a gift that matches their presence, which is a gift. That is what I'm trying to do to acquire happiness. What about you? She said, I don't know why, but every day I want to cry. This is a declaration of depression. Every day I want to cry. I'm miserable. I'm chasing love. I'm chasing happiness. I'm thinking he's going to give me happiness, but he's not. She says to him, if I give you, I'm going to try till these rules will yield abide. And if I mean anything to you, would it make everything all right? Listen here. <laughs> I ain't begging nobody. I'm not begging nobody to love me. They told you to stick your marriage out. They told you to stay in that relationship because he's a good man, Savannah. Your mama told you she likes her. So you're sticking around. You got the nerve to say she's the mother of my kids. So that's why I'm going to stay with her. You, you, you're telling your sibling that it's okay to mistreat you because they share your DNA. You're being shamed into other people's happiness, other people's idea of happiness. Meanwhile, your idea for your life, your happiness for your life is falling by the wayside because you're begging someone to see you through someone else's happiness lens. You're begging someone else to join you in someone else's happiness narrative. And I don't understand why we think it's okay to allow others to dictate what it is for us to be happy. Now, many of us comply with the happiness that others put upon us. They don't understand that they're living vicariously through us. Many parents want better for their children and there's nothing wrong with wanting better for your children. But when you project on your children, everything that you couldn't be, everything that you couldn't achieve, you put on them. Many of you say you want better for your children, but what you're really saying is I want you to finish what I could not start. I want you to be everything that I couldn't. I want to live vicariously through you. I want to see you become who I wanted to be. And every time they don't live up to that, you tell your children that they failed. Even if you don't say the words, you tell them that they failed with the glares. You tell them that they failed with the smart comments. You tell them that they failed when you don't applaud as hard as you would if they continued and finished your dreams. You tell them that they failed when you shame them and say, oh, is that what you're going to do? Is that what you're going to wear? <sighs> Maybe when you finish the complete look, I'll understand. Is that who you're going to date? You shame them 
for not picking the husbands you would want or the wives you would want. You shame them for not parenting the way you would have parented or you would like them to parent. You shame them for not having the body that you believe that they should have. You shame them for not dressing or wearing makeup or not wearing makeup because you don't believe in wearing makeup. You shame them for not living the happiness life that you want them to live instead of celebrating the fact that they are brave enough to live it for themselves. How is your children's happiness doing are you training them to live for you or are you training them to actually be happy because parents like to say I just want you to be happy when they're really saying I want you to be my version my definition of happy you can't say I just want you to be happy when my definition of happiness is to not care about how I look is to not go to church is to not become a doctor, is to not become this, is to not eat meat. You know, the holiday season is coming, the shame, the Super Bowl of shame. That's what I call it. Oh, yes, you know we're going there. We'll have a separate episode about it. The Super Bowl of shame is on its way. The playoffs are here when we want to shame people for not doing what we would do so we don't eat meat anymore and we come to the festivities for the holidays and we want to tell our children that we're getting, you know, tired of hearing their health conscious ways and we want to shame them and tell them that that's not what black people do and we want to tell them that they're talking white and acting white and we want to tell our beautiful children of color our beautiful black children our beautiful brown children and beige children and tan children that they're not really black or they're not really latina or they're not really mexican or they're not really haitian and they're not really jamaican because they don't do this we're shaming them into our definition of happiness on a plate. If they choose avocado on a salad and not an oxtail or pork, we want to tell them that they're not really black. If we're telling them that they need to drink alcohol and they don't want to, we're shaming them into our version of happiness because God forbid we actually stand with them in their version of happiness on a plate. What does happiness look like for you? And are you a projector of what happiness is for you onto other people? If you don't have children or you do, do you do it to your friends, your family and your coworker? I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. And it's something that I'm actively working on because I hate it when it's done to me. What does happiness look like to you? You say you're unhappy, but do you know what it would take for you to be happy? I told you for me, it would take freedom, independence in these areas. What does happiness look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? I'm going to give you a homework assignment that I give my clients. It's called scripting. You have to script what a day of happiness would look like for you. I'm talking about from the time you wake up to the time you fall asleep. I'm talking about what your happiness toothpaste smells and tastes like, what your happiness breakfast would be, what happiness house or home or place are you waking up in? Not just inside and outside. What does the bed look like? Is it king? Is it California king? Is it queen? Is it a twin? Is it a double? Are you waking up in a city or a town or a state or a village? Are you by greenery? Are you in, in by concrete? What does it look like for you? All I really want is to be happy. If you want to be happy, what does it look like for you? What does the drapes look like? What does the walls paint it like? Are there walls at all? Are you waking up in nature? Are you living sustainably? Are you growing your own vegetables? Are you going to the supermarket? What does it look like? What does happiness lunch look like? What does a day look like in between lunch and dinner? Are you working? Are you working for yourself? Are you working for other people? Are you a speaker? Are you a podcaster? Are you a singer? Are you Misty Copeland? What does it look like for you? Are you a dancer? Are you on Broadway? Are you a stay-at-home mom full of joy, loving, being a nurturing, caring being to other people? Are you a businessman? Are you a traveler? 
What does your hair look like? What does happiness look like on your body? So we have the scenery. What does it look like for you to be happy? What color is your hair? What length is your hair? Is it all your hair? Is it a weave? Is it a wig? Is it a bald cut? Do you wear makeup when you're happy or you're not? Can it be both? Can today be makeup and tomorrow not? What does happiness outfits look like to you? What does happiness smell like to you? Are you surrounded by candles? Are you smelling the ocean? What does happiness look, smell, taste, touch, and sound like to you? What does happiness sound like? It is peace and quiet, is it? Is it music blasted? Is it noise? Is it the sound of children laughing, playing, or crying? Is it the sound of passion? Is it the sound of moaning and groaning? Is it sex? Is it... (sighs) 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 What does happiness look, sound to you? What is it? What is it? Get clear on your happiness. Pharrell says happiness feels like a room without a roof. That's what he said. That's what he said. He just feels happy because he's happy. He had no reason or rhyme. Yeah, yeah. It might seem crazy. What I'm about to say, tell him for easy. You can take a break. Why are you happy, beautiful soul? I can go to space. I feel like I can fly. I don't care. Baby, by the way, what happened is because what? Because I'm clap alone. Come on, clap, y'all. I feel like a room without a roof. If you feel like happiness is the truth. Happiness is the truth. It sets us free. If you know what happiness is to you. Clap along if you know what happiness is to you. Let's define it. Talking this and that with that bad news. Get up out of here. Give it to me. Give it to me, baby. I'll be just fine either damn way. Because happiness is my responsibility. Don't waste your time over here. Why? Why? Because I'm happy. Because I'm happy. Bring it down. Ain't nothing gonna bring me down. You know why? Because my happiness is solely my responsibility. And I'm tired of giving that power to other people. Taking the church. Like a room without a room. Mm. Are you happy? What is it going to take for you to get happy? Like a room if you feel like that's what you room without a roof? What is it going to take? for you not to give people that power? What is it going to take for you to be brave? Stand in bravery, never fearlessness. Stand in bravery and not allow 
your parents, your husband, your wife, or your kids to dictate what happiness means to you? What is it going to take to understand that you might have to isolate just a little bit, un poquito, because they're not going to understand. Yes, you're going to be judged. You're going to be looked at as if, what are you doing? How are you giving all of this up for that? If that is what makes you happy, brings you pleasure, brings you joy, do it. Do it. You know what? I get it. You might feel that your happiness will bring other people pain. And we have to be okay in life with disappointing others. I'm not talking about deliberately or intentionally being someone who disappoints people. No. You know, our intentions matter. I'm talking about being someone who understands that disappointment is a point of life, a point, a part of life. Being someone who understands that disappointment is a part of life is important, is important because if we people please all the time, the only person in the people who is not getting pleased is you. Here is the permission you didn't know you needed to put your happiness first. Here is the permission you didn't know you needed to start small somewhere. No one said you have to get up and abandon your whole entire life. No, here is your permission to start small and take one hour a day to do anything that you want to do, especially the things that are taboo to other people. Here's your permission to go do what you feel you need to do to spark joy, whether that's going to a dungeon party, whether that's taking a nap, whether that is taking a walk, whether that is eating food that's not allowed in your house, whether that is speaking to someone that you wouldn't normally be able to speak to, whether that's listening to secular music if you are religious, whether that's living to, listening to religious music if no one in your house is religious and they only listen to secular music. For those of you who don't know what secular music is it's um any music other than gospel music so secular meaning the world rap hip-hop got uh pop r&b rock country secular music whether it is watching porn i don't care whatever it is for that hour do it do it do it for you as long as you're not hurting anyone legally ethically you're okay as long as you're not, and uh, let me give this disclaimer real quick. I am not asking anyone or giving anyone permission to go hurt someone. I'm not giving anyone permission to go. She said I have urges to go, God forbid, murder someone. So she said I should act on it for an hour. The blood of Jesus. No, that is not what I'm saying. If murderous things make you happy, please seek help ASAP right now in this moment. Anything that hurts someone else deliberately, deliberately is never okay. Anything that brings someone bodily harm, emotional harm, mental harm deliberately is never okay. I'm talking about being at peace with yourself. I'm talking about doing things that you lost in the fabric of someone else's being. I'm talking about being the person that you once either were or you never got a chance to be for an hour. For an hour once a week. Start there. I didn't even say daily. An hour once a week. And if I said daily, I'm recanting. An hour weekly. There are 24 hours in a day. There are seven days a week. If you can't find an hour to be happy in seven days out of a week, Houston, we have a problem. 
We're so busy looking for everyone else to make us happy. We're so busy looking for everyone else to do what we need to do for ourselves. We're so busy looking for everybody to be that spark that takes us out of depression and that quelches our anxiety. And we're not taking responsibility for our own happiness. We're looking for our kids to make us happy. We're looking for our spouses, our family, our jobs to fulfill us. And for some people, those things and people do fulfill them. But let me tell you, that is a lot of pressure to put on people people to make sure that you have a smile on your face when's the last time you actually smiled let's smile right now smile let me see yeah smile close your eyes for me think about something that brings you joy think about something that mm, makes you feel good what if it's ice cream what's your favorite ice cream what does that taste like when's the last time you oof oof laughed out loud (laughs) when is the last time you actually laughed yeah you feel stupid right now because you don't think anything is funny and you feel stupid right now because you think you don't have anything to smile about but guess what the fact that you're here is enough to smile about smile you're alive you're breathing you're healthy or as healthy as you can be you have enough money to have a phone that you can listen to this show on hello you have enough money to have a smartphone that you can listen to this show on or you're at a desk at a job that is paying you to listen to this episode on their computer smile smile take your happiness and own it hone it cultivate it nurture it create a place for happiness to be in you wonder why happiness is not here maybe because it's not a conducive place for happiness maybe your heart and soul are cold maybe you have frostbite and freezer burn all over your heart soul mind and body and happiness can't dwell there Thaw your heart out, heal, pain manage so happiness can come to you. You might be so used to trauma and drama that you don't even respect happiness. It's probably standing right in front of you, like Professor Blige said. I know the answer is right in front of me, but when I'm used to trauma, but when I'm used to being miserable, but when my ego needs to speak for me, but when I'm a narcissist. All I can focus on is what other people do to me. When I want to always be the victim, I can't focus on happiness because then that would mean that I can't be the victim. I can't be a narcissist. My ego can't lead. How can happiness come here if it's blocked by a wall of icy ego, of icy narcissism, of icy victim blaming and shaming? How can you feel like a room without a roof if you always have the roof over And you have a cap over what happiness can be let in or out. Happiness anchors are important. Happiness anchors are important. That's why scripting is so important. You script your day. Put in the times you were happy. Give me a happiness anchor. You know what an anchor is, right? An anchor is a heavy object that is attached to a rope or a chain that is used to pull typically a ship down to hold it down in place. What is your happiness anchor? What heavy happiness object can you hold down that holds down your happiness? What heavy happiness object can you think of right now that can hold and solidify your happiness in place? That's what you have to smile about that's what you have to laugh about what are your happiness anchors what about that time you went there what about that time she said that what about that time the kids did this what about that time you laughed so hard at that show because this kid said that on that and you said that is so funny
20? What about the time you were watching Martin or the Boondocks or Friends? What about that time you were watching Power and you cracked up because you said, I can't believe Ghost Mush Tasha in her head like that? What about the time you saw a meme or a joke online? What about the time as a kid where you were just full, full to capacity of uninterrupted joy? What heavy object of happiness can you use to hold your happiness in place? What are your happiness anchors? Why is happiness not your responsibility? Why are you putting it on everybody else? What are you going to do about getting happy? If you're not going to do anything about getting happy, I'm going to need you to do me and everybody around you a favor who doesn't want to tell you. I'm going to need you to shut it on up. Shut it on up and shut it on down. Shut it on up and shut it on down. Shut it on up and shut it on down. You know why? Because your unhappiness and your unwillingness to do anything about your unhappiness is now festering into other people's happiness. And what you're doing is trying to have misery have company and what we're not going to do here is allow you to bring people down with your unhappiness what we're going to do is help you realize that your happiness is solely your responsibility and you do not have permission we say no we say no we say no you are not allowed to infest us with your unhappiness here on the I said no podcast here as a soul family here on hashtag ISM pod we say no to infestation of unhappiness and we say yes we usher in yes we create a safe space to say yes to being happy by our definition of happiness. With my adult eyes, I now see that Mary J. Blige's Be Happy, all three to five minutes and 44 seconds of it, depending on which version you are listening to, is one of the greatest songs of all times. And the entire album, the entire My Life album, should be in the Smithsonian. But until that day comes, she and this album is in the ISM pod Hall of Fame. Why, why, why do you ask? Because there is nothing like manifesting. And what I believe Be Happy was, was a manifesto. She wrote it down, she sang it, and life got real. She gave us the blueprint. So my question to you now, beautiful soul, is how are you going to achieve your happiness? How are you going to maintain and sustain your happiness? How are you going to show your happiness to others? How are you going to be a vessel and a light carrier for happiness? How are you going to attract happiness? How are you going to be happy? Beautiful souls, thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the I Said No podcast. If you have an adult eye song, TV show, or movie you would like me to review, I need you to hit me up and let me know. In the meantime, do me a solid. Please go on iTunes if that's where you listen to this show and rate and subscribe. And if you already left a rating, if you already left a comment, I need you to do me a solid and do it again. Yep, I need you to update that comment. I need you to update that review and let the world know that hashtag ISM pod is the pod that they need to listen and subscribe to. As usual, I want you to love yourself always in always. I love you for listening. Peace.